The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our DC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kids, boys, gentlemen, gentle ladies, teenagers, millennials, old people. <clears throat> of which I consider myself one. This is David Yaz. I'm the host of the Boston Podcast. Thank you for joining us. It's the Boston Podcast, the city's only daily Monday through Friday podcast uh, that we know of. And we listen to the voices of your city. And through those voices, we tell the stories of your city. Welcome to the season finale. Yes, it has been 100 uh, episodes. In season two, thank you. No, really, take your seats, really. Thank you. It's been 100 episodes. This is episode number 300 of season two. So uh, I say uh, the city's only daily Monday through Friday podcast, and I have to admit, over the summer, we got a little slower. We took a few days off. We're only human, but we're back as of today for the season finale, and then we we will be back after a short really just four-day hiatus on Monday with the season premiere of Season 3. I know you can barely contain your excitement, kids, but let me tell you what's coming up on this episode, and then I'll tell you a little bit about what's coming up next season and some changes, some interesting changes happening on the Boston Podcast. First of all, uh, today, it's a little bit of a clip show. Wait, don't go anywhere. You're going to hear some clips you haven't heard before. You're going to hear some archival footage of some Pod 617 personalities, including uh, comedian Nick Stevens and Friends. They do the Shawshank podcast on Pod 617, but you might know Nick's name because he's he has an alter ego called Fitzy, and he does these videos on YouTube, which are super popular, called, um, pardon my French, shit Pat's fans say, that's hard to say, uh, with his buddy George Kippenham. They're hilarious, and Fitzy is a character that once you hear him, you want to hear more of him because he's always fucking complaining about the Patriots secondary, and who do you think is the worst uh, Nickelback? Is it uh, Devin McCourty or the actual band Nickelback? I'm not doing him justice at all. He does it so much better. Anyway, uh, he just took the job just recently, just like a week ago, of the co-host of the morning sports show on WEEI, which is a huge, huge, huge deal. Shout out Nick Stevens. I can't make a big enough deal. It's one of the choice jobs in broadcasting in Boston after, uh, you know, Jerry Callahan and Kirk Minahan and John Dennis and others were dispatched uh, out of that. Well, they had nice runs, uh, them all, on EEI, but Nick is one of the, the main men there with uh, with Greg Hill over there at WEEI. And you're going to hear some kind of humor from him you've never heard before. It's never been released before because we did a live podcast for our launch party at pod617.com. By the way, check out the website to find out how you can have your own podcast and visit us at our Westwood Studios. And uh, it's funny stuff. So it's from our launch party last May when uh, they did a live podcast 
and we just never uh, released it for whatever reason. So we're going to go back into the archives. I, I don't remember if it was hilarious or horrible. It's probably a little bit of both. Let me first thank our sponsor before we go any further. It's the U.S. Postal Service, the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com slash careers. The U.S. Postal Service deliver for the nation. Also on today's show, you'll hear a clip from an Irish rapper. It was one of the first episodes we did in this season, a guy named Branco, who tells the story of how he wrote his latest rap song uh, out of situation with his mom and a struggle with his mom. And if you've never heard, an, and by Irish, I mean truly Irish, like he's right off the boat, lad, if you know what I mean. Uh, <clears throat> second best bad accent of the show. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. No, really. I mean, it's not... I mean, you know, uh, bad accents are something that come quite naturally to me. So you'll hear that clip. You will hear an amazing clip from lawyer Jay Carney from even way back in the archives. This is back from season one. Jay Carney tells us, not word for word, but maybe as far as he can remember, word for word, a conversation with Whitey Bulger, of course, notorious uh, gangster. I was going to say rest in peace. Are we supposed to say rest in peace for Whitey, who died uh, probably six to eight months back or so? Anyway, he... um, there's some stuff that came out of Whitey's mouth that Jay remembers word for word that will blow your mind, and that's probably an, an awkward play on words when you hear exactly what he's talking about. I'll give you a hint. It involved guns. You'll also hear uh, one of the spoof satire things we did here on Pod 617. If you've seen the movie yesterday, we kind of turned that on its head in the name of humor. And finally, at the end of—and so there's some other stuff in here, too, that I'm not mentioning, but at the end of the show, you will hear— what I now consider to be the saddest song I've ever heard. I can say without hyperbole, the saddest song I've ever heard. I'm biased because the architect of this song, the artist you hear in the song, is my brother Adam, who's a very talented musician out in San Francisco. He happened to write, a, he didn't write the song, but he wrote an arrangement for a song that you will recognize that he did in honor of my Aunt Marge. Shout out Margie Clapperud, also a Pod 617 podcaster. She just turned, eh, she hit a milestone of her birthday. I won't say, because maybe March doesn't want people to know. But we just celebrated down the Cape. She's actually turning 70 next month, but it was the only time we could get everybody together. Adam wrote the song. It's so sad. I've listened to it uh, 10 times already, and I've cried about 50 times. That's how much it will tug at your heartstrings. So let's get to it, kids. We got a lot of cool entertainment. Let's go uh, back Way back uh, when we opened the studios here at Pod 617, way earlier this year, this is probably from February or March or something like that, but uh, I mentioned the the rapper's name is Branco, and he tells a story about how he wrote this uh, song, this rap song, about his mom. Let's take a listen, what Branco had to say. uh, My mother passed when I was 14. Okay. Um, She took her own life, and she was an alcoholic, Mm -hmm. and it's something that... um, paint me for a lot of years you know and i always said when i'm going to start making my debut single when i make my first record like it, it'll be about my mother okay i have to okay. get that over with before i do you know that sort of way yeah of course and it's, it was a big sort of milestone in in, in my life man to do this you know i like it even more now i mean and that's heavy and i'm, I'm real sorry you had to go through that yeah. um i mean as you can see like it it, it affected my life too because yeah. i was going down the same path for a while you know and and it's it's basically I, I actually was drunk doing that, okay. Because I wanted, almost like getting into role. I, I was, I was, I wanted the pain and the hurt to go through this, right. this record, and um, probably wasn't the best idea at the time, but I, I done it. And <laughs> well, that's called method acting, I guess. Yeah, like, I hear you know. that. <laughs> um, 
Meanwhile, I'm the asshole who offered Branko a, a Jameson when he came into the uh, studio. I thought I was being uh, polite, um, and here That's we right. here we are talking about. Alcohol. I actually, we, I actually, when I when I met up with Yellow Wolf, he offered right. me a shot, and I, I turned it down. And I, the look on his face was like, "What?" And I think it was because it was Irish, and he turned it down. He didn't understand that. <laughs> so that was that was Branko back uh, yeah. way earlier this year, and uh, sadly, that story is true. And sadly, I interrupted him too many times during that uh, story. I've, I've grown as an interviewer since then, I would hope. Anyway, good stuff from Branko. Go back if, you, if you'd like. Listen to episode 201. You can hear the whole, well, maybe not the whole, but most of the rap song that he did, which, by the way, is excellent. He was talking about the music uh, video that he did and how he got drunk during that and uh, kind of got into role and all that. But that was a cool moment. And if you listen to the very end of that episode, I try to do a rap about Branko. Yes, I do it. And hopefully you'll find it uh, at the very least funny because I don't think I would call it, you know, uh, good. So uh, now let's move on to uh, a moment in my conversation with Pete Farrell, who's a a lawyer. He is, uh, I I guess what I'd call a special needs lawyer for sure. He uh, has a daughter with special needs. I have a son with special needs. When we had a talk about one of the moments of being a special needs dad, and I think that's all the setup it needs. This is it. This is me and Pete Farrell talking. BA, um, applied behavioral analysis outfit yes. outside of school mm-hmm. um, that gives um, some behavioral support in helping Madeline to you know, navigate the world at home, whether yeah. it's personal hygiene, you know, getting you – know, it's, it's that uh, – you know, I'll give you an example mm-hmm. uh, to – Months ago, Madeline and I, the task on Saturday afternoon was to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right. You know, I'll give you, you the, project, I'll, I'll, yeah. give you, I'll give you the over-under on how long it took <laughs> to, to, make, to make the sandwich, right? And was there collateral damage uh, on you know, the counters yeah, or the floors? You know or... what? No collateral damage, but I'll tell you, after 45 minutes, it was the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> I had in my life. That's a damn good and, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, yeah. you know, and then we had, of course, Doritos because, you know, Madeline loves Doritos. It doesn't really go with peanut butter and jelly. Well, you could do worse. You but, do you worse. know, she puts her hand in the bag. I'll remember this because it was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. She puts her hand in the bag and, you know, she comes out with her little fingers with like three chips. And, yep. you know, I have these monstrous, you know, hands that are like the claw. <laughs> yeah. And I go in there and she's like, oh, and I'm like, that like, you know, grab a hand. I'm showing her, you know, the difference between a handful and like, you know, three chips. Yeah. And she sees that I'm able to pull out this big giant handful of yeah. chips. And we sat there and, you know, I laughed about it. And, and, and she's got the best laugh too, which is funny. But mm-hmm. you know, it's those little victories that, when you're busy, and you know, it's not a secret that parents don't lead a stress-free life. Right. When you're trying to, you know, throw everybody out the door into the car and not get, you know, the fortieth tardy slip of the year. Yeah. Um, I can know. think of no more dad, dadish <laughs> dad moment to the uh, you're the king of the dads. The moment you show your kid how to get a fistful of Doritos <laughs> and maximize your Dorito pleasure. I thought that right. was just a kind of a cool um, moment. You if you look, go back and listen to that episode, Pete and I talk about a lot of challenges of, of raising with the support of wonderful moms also, of course, we should point out, but um, of raising special needs kids. That was episode uh, 210, so you can go back and take a look at that one. Uh, before we go further, I do want to make mention of our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com slash careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop and advance careers, so its development programs train 
development programs, Dave. Train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is online, usps.com slash careers. It's the policy of the Postal Service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent unemployment, unemployment, prevent employment discrimination. I swear I'm going to make it to this live read. The Postal Service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce in which employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, flexibility, and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential. Apply today. The website, once again, usps.com slash careers. The United States Postal Service deliver for the nation. I also want to thank the support of a new partner of the Boston Podcast Network. By the way, if you want your own podcast, find us online, pod617.com, all kinds of ways to get in touch with us there. And you could be in our Westwood studios hosting your own podcast. And if you do, you would take advantage of this cool new thing. So we are partnering. This is the first time I've mentioned this on the podcast, but come uh, at some date in the future, uh, perhaps August, September at the latest, your podcasts that you listen to here at Pod 617 are going to become interactive. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean we're partnering with a company named Adori, A-D-O-R-I, Adori. And by the way, that is a, an anagram for radio, which I think is super cool. Adori modernizes all type of traditional audio, including podcasting, by embedding interactive elements into the audio signal itself via uh, a cloud API, and I'm not sure what that means, but they're wicked smart at Adori. Without changing the format or sacrificing quality, Adori-enabled audio allows listeners one-tap access to relevant content like links, social feeds, videos, or purchases. This is while you're listening to the podcast, you're looking, and this stuff is popping up on your phone that might be, well, certainly is related to the content of the podcast, but might be of interest to you to follow up, to check a link link through to a movie that is mentioned or a product that is mentioned, or even to take a poll that the hosts of the podcast invite you to participate in. So for creators, for podcasters, Adori unlocks powerful storytelling capabilities with its creative studio and end-to-end publishing tools across multiple channels. And for advertisers, the company provides an unprecedented level of listener analytics, such as lick, click, I can't say that, link click-throughs, purchases, and ad impressions, just thus opening up new I can't talk tonight. What the hell is going on? I am creeping to the to the finish line here in our in our farewell episode. Sorry, our season finale. Adori thus opens up new measurement and mon- monetization possibilities for audio. So it's gonna be cool. So go to pod617.com in the coming weeks and you will see our podcast come to life right before your eyes. You can listen and watch on your computer. Or on the Adori app, it'll be very easy to do when you go to our website and find Adori on Twitter. I think the handle is at Adori, but I'm not sure. We'll have to check back on that in future episodes. I'll certainly give it to you. If you go to Twitter and search for Adori, you'll certainly find them. Adori, A-D-O-R-I. My new best friends who make our podcast come to life. And I just invented that tagline. Adori, you're welcome. You can have it. Let's move on with the rest of the show. So... Now I take you way back. Oh, Chris Berman overplayed, right? But way back, 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 back to 2015. So this is from season one of the Boston Podcast, back when we were called Unbillable Boston. Yeah, we didn't like the title either. That's why we changed it. Uh, we interviewed J.W. Carney. So Jay Carney is a criminal defense lawyer of massive repute and good repute. 
and he joined us to talk about his representation of none other than gangster, notorious gangster, James Whitey Bulger. We all know the stories. We've all either read or uh, the book Black Mass or seen the movie Black Mass. Nice job by Johnny Depp in that one. And you're just not going to believe this if you haven't heard it before. We've we've posted this a couple times on our site, but still the number of people that heard it, it, it should be more. Because he tells us about his first conversation with Whitey Bulger, and here he is stepping in trying to defend him against multiple, multiple murder charges. And what might Whitey tell him? Well, the lawyer told us, and this is what so he had to say. tell you stories about misdeeds of his past? I know. I remember sitting with him, and uh, I had the uh, indictment, mm-hmm. and I'm going down the list of murders, you know, to start, and I asked him about the first. Uh, the first murder is of this guy, uh, and he said, you know, if you took a poll in South Boston, <laughs> they'd be in favor of killing that POS. <laughs> and so I write down, okay, uh, defense, uh, public service. <laughs> then um, the, uh, I ask him about the second one, and he said, well, technically I didn't kill him. And I said, oh, how was that? He said, well, Jim, Stevie Fleming and I went to kill him. And then I reached into my pocket, but I was wearing new pants, and my gun got caught in the pocket. And uh, Stevie said, oh, for crying out loud, took out his gun and killed the guy. So had I got the gun out, I would have been able to kill him. So, um, okay, yeah, so that was me. Yeah. Well. And I write down, uh, gun in pocket. Uh, did he really not want to pull it out? Okay, get to the third one, he starts laughing. <laughs> and, I, and he says, when you hear this story, I go into the bar. <laughs> oh I call the guy out. He's, he says, what do you want to tell me, Whitey? I want to tell you this. You're dead. Bow. Oh One to the head. <laughs> you should have seen the look on his face. I'm going, okay, come back to this one for the defense. Then I ask him about the fourth one. And, he, you know, he says, I didn't know about that one until four days after the guy was dead. Mm. I had nothing to do with that one. Okay. So, so, you know, he was remarkably candid as a client. And, um, you know, didn't hold back. He was Unbelievable stuff. Uh, the laughter you hear from me and a couple of my co-hosts of that show on that episode, uh, we were laughing. It was kind of nervous laughter, though. Uh, we were frankly shocked that he was that candid with us. If you want to go back and listen to the entire episode, that is episode 201 or something. Um, no, you know what? It doesn't even have an episode number. It's back in season one. If, you, if you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, you can go back and look at the feed and just go to the very beginning of the feed from March 9th, 2015 and listen to It's a two-part interview with Jay Carney. The second part is the better of the two. So just go to number two. Uh, we move on. A couple more doodads for you today before we wrap up this season. We're going to talk about uh, music. If you've seen the t- TV show, the movie uh, yesterday, you know that it is about a young man, a young struggling musician who has a biking accident. He runs into a truck and wakes up with a concussion and missing some teeth and suddenly realizes that no one has ever heard of the Beatles. And so he goes on to write be- write and perform Beatles songs that people don't realize are Beatles songs because they don't know the Beatles ever existed in this weird new universe. We thought it would be funny to turn it on its head because what if you woke up one day and you realized that no one had ever heard of a band, but the band wasn't exactly the Beatles. This is what this sounded like. From Paramount Pictures and Nobody Gives a Productions comes the story of a young musician who just couldn't break through until one fateful day. 
be a rock star. Wanna be a rock star. What the hell are you doing? What? You like that song, right? Did you just did you just write that? No, of course I didn't write it. You know who wrote it? Nickelback wrote it. Who? What are you saying? Look at this photograph. Every time I all right, guys. I don't know what the joke is, but Nickelback. Stop saying Nickelback. What an annoying phrase. The Nickelback, the, the greatest Canadian rock band of all time. Rush? You're talking about Excuse Rush. Rush, right? right? He means no. Rush. No, okay. But yeah, if you've heard of Rush, apparently you've never heard of Nickelback. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as a poor man. All right, guys. You're messing with me now, right? Listen, I got to get to the studio and start recording some of these songs. No one's ever heard of them. Paramount Pictures presents Don't Remind Me. David, you're a pretty talented songwriter. Yeah. What you just played was so angering and horrible. Just let me get this straight. You've never heard of Nickelback. Nickelback. Stop saying Nickelback. It's horrible. I don't know what you're talking about. Dave, you went to Juilliard, and what we just heard was dog shit. Don't remind me the story of a young man who heard voices that he should have ignored. If I heard that song in a jukebox, I'd want my nickel back. I could really go for a drink like a Yoohoo or something. You, oh, you a what? Know. Oh my God. Can't be. No offense, Nickelback. I actually like I like some of the songs that they perform sometimes uh no offense nickelback anyway don't hurt me uh well they're canadian what are they gonna do uh so let's move on we got one more clip and then a random archival clip and then an awesome song so uh stay with us here because we're gonna take you now to an interview i did and i gotta be honest i love this guy but i didn't necessarily think it was going to be the greatest episode ever this got more buzz than most. It got more buzz probably than it. The first two months of podcasts that we released, this one probably got the most one just because it was a good chat with a good guy who had principles and loved telling stories. Lawyer Bill Friedler, he's an estate planning lawyer, and so he helps people plan their future. He was talking about how, I was talking about how lawyers sometimes get a bad rap, and most of them do really want to help people. And he gave a couple of examples of how, no, one example in particular, I should say, about this family that was in crisis and how he handled the situation. I thought it was really interesting. And so let's listen to what that sounded like. Very seriously. No, but I've I've had opportunities, you know, as an attorney to um, do some pretty cool things. I mean, uh, I've had situations where, you know, we saved people's homes, you know, if someone went into a, a nursing home, they don't know that there's certain exceptions and transfer rules. I've, I have uh, talked someone out of disinheriting a child because uh, they didn't know that they didn't their their, their daughter was uh, was gay. Uh, and I said wow. to the the, the 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 client, I said it was an older guy. I said you're not disinheriting her; she's gay, right? He says no. And uh, I said, uh, well. Did you have a fight with her? She says, no. And I said, uh, you don't like her partner. And he looked at me and said, well, yeah. And I guess if I give her money, it's going to wind up with uh, a okay. partner. And I said, what if I showed you a way that I can have it? You know, you, there's no law. You have to like your, your daughter-in-law or son-in-law. But what if this showed you a way that the money can be held in a trust right. for her mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
and then eventually if, if they don't have children uh, or adopt children that uh, would pass back to your other your other children would that work for you mm-hmm. and he looked at me and he says you could do that <laughs> right and I said he yeah I can't this is all true story That's and, great. and 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 uh, his wife was looking at him all the time like talk to this guy you know talk to him she seemed and, to and be I said well do you want to do that mm-hmm. Bob I said do you want to do that and I said, he says, can you do that? I said, yeah. I said, do you still want to disinherit your daughter? He looked at me and he said, no. Right. Do that. And his wife broke down and cried. So, oh, my God. These are, what these, are, these are real stories. You know, of yeah. that have, Little slice of life there from Bill Friedler, who's a lawyer at Roberto Israel and Wine Firm. I used to work at, by the way, back in my lawyer days. Super nice guy. If you want to listen to that episode, it's episode 217 of the Boston podcast. Okay, here's how we now where we get really weird. I promised you taking your way back in the archives to our launch party. So pod617.com has been around since May of 2018. And by the way, what we do, in case it's not clear, very brief plug here, but we produce podcasts here in our Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, conveniently located just a couple miles off of Route 128. And you come in here, and if you want to do your own show, if you want to hire us, we have packages to fit most any budget, depending upon, you know, it's all based on how much time you spend in the studio and how often you want your podcast to come up. But we take care of everything soup to nuts. Podcasting is... It's a runaway freight train of enthusiasm when it comes to marketing because it's the new shiny thing, and it is not going anywhere. Half a million podcasts out there. If you want your podcast to stand out and sound awesome and take advantage of all the cool bells and whistles we have here, our radio quality studio here, you also get to meet some cool people because the Pod 617 family ever-growing, and we produce podcasts for lawyers, for financial advisors, for wedding planners, for paranormal enthusiasts for actors, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> for speech coaches. So, for example, if you get a frog in your throat and you cough in the middle of your podcast, you could listen to the podcast that is put on by the communication experts, the the speech queens. That is, I'm not making that up. That is a podcast that's coming up in the months to come on pod617.com. So check it out and uh, you can come in. And if you want to be a guest on the show, by the way, sort of a separate subject, but... Um, uh, we'd love to. You can email me, david at pod617.com, or go to pod617.com, the website, and check out all the ways you can get in touch with us there. So we go back to our launch party, May 2018. We decided to reach out to a bunch of comedians and actors to see if they wanted to be kind of one of our founding fathers of our po- podcast platform. They said, it's funny, we've been thinking about doing this podcast called Shawshanked, which is a term that they think they invented, although I think it might have been invented by someone else. Check the Urban Dictionary on that one. What it means is if you're uh, late night surfing uh, cable TV, you see a movie. It doesn't have to be late night. It really can be any time of day. And uh, you see, like, uh, for example, A Few Good Men comes on or Meatballs comes on or whatever your cup of tea is, you know, Love Actually, or perhaps... um, the actual movie called The Shawshank Redemption, which is called the, where the term comes from, and you're hooked, and you have to listen or watch to the, the whole movie. I'm so used to podcasts, I'm saying listening. Anyway, the group uh, took the stage during our launch party, and so what you're going to hear is kind of some cool, like, raw audio with people yelling stuff at them and them yelling back, and it's all in, in good-natured fun. 
and let's listen to the Shawshank Gang for the first time ever back in May 2018. Thank you for what many are describing as the cutthroat island of intros, David. <laughs> How about a round for David and Carrie? David, David and Carrie. Hey, by the way, by the way, this tonight confirms my theory. Carrie owns no shirts with sleeves. Yep. Nor should she. No Honestly, sure. though, she? if you worked out at Body by Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2, who the fuck would own sleep? True. No. True. Uh, Hashtag blessed. I'm glad to see the, t- the tattoo came out, though. That's, that's great. Exactly. She's blessed. Hey, and how about a round of applause also for David? Whoa! Yeah. Hi, hey, guys. How, guys, how many... Di- how many different versions of Taken have you been afraid of David in? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Looks like an evil doctor. No shit. Like, I, I loved you when you killed that guy in Eastern Promises. Yes. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, Nick, what is Shawshanked? Well, thanks for asking, Maddie. You're welcome. Guys, what if I told you there was a podcast with four white guys in their 40s? I know, underserved demographic. Where they finally tackled, I know, also underserved topic, popular culture. Act now, and we'll talk to you guys about the things you love to talk about. <laughs> hey, what time do you do back in Boys Town, all right? Hey, Wang, don't tell them you're Jewish, all right? Hey, Fine. Watch my sandwich, please. Hey, when you watch, let me ask you, guy up front, uh, what's, what's your name? No one cares. All right, so John... <laughs> John, when you're sitting down watching TV, you're flipping through channels, maybe two games are on between commercials, you pass by a movie. You're like, oh, shit, I didn't know Predator was on. And you put the remote down, and you're like, well, I guess i got to watch the last 57 minutes of Predator. And next thing you know, it's 1 in the morning, and you're going, i got to be up at 6. All right. Okay, uh, let's see. uh, You're listening to Post Malone. Yeah. You're you're watching whatever movie the kid... Yeah, you're you're watching Jurassic World. You see your favorite movie comes by you on cable TV. You just got Shawshanked. Shawshanked. You got Shawshanked. So that's the idea. Whatever catches your eye, pop culturally, the earworms, what everyone's talking about, what gets its hooks in you and you can't put down, stop watching and listening to, that's what we're here to talk about. Boobs. Uh, George hasn't drank anything in a few weeks and decided <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. to, to break out a few beverages. So sorry our about premiere, that. our premiere episode... Is the top summer blockbusters of all Tizime. But we didn't just put they it together normally, streets. we did it like a fantasy draft. A draft. Um, and it was a I had the fun. number one pick. What was what is the number one summer blockbuster, in your opinion, of all time? Shout it out, anybody. Shout Jaws was the Jaws. number two pick. That's right. Jaws was two. Raiders was the, the number three pick. There. Yeah, yeah, it was up the there. The number three pick. I went with Yes. Jurassic Park. Right, 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 right. Hold on. Someone on this panel actually picked Nemo as a summer blockbuster. I would like you to guess who did. Guess. This motherfucker right here, yo. <laughs> Fucking tough Fitzy. That's Lion King. That's Lion King. I picked a Disney movie. I picked a Pixar movie. I've got kids. I've got feelings. It made a billion dollars. Pussy. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Shame. Like anyone in this room watches Nemo and doesn't cry. Shame. Shame on all of you. But this is the type of of movie passion that this podcast is filled with. This 
filled with. So if you love your movies, uh, I would say listen to Shawshank. And if you get sucked in by things, because that's the second half of our show. Yes. Is our Shawshank thing of the week. And we came up with some beauties last night. Yeah, okay. Has anyone had a chance to get completely Shawshanked by or just binge the new Cobra Kai web series? Holy oh, shit. How good was Phenomenal. that? Anyone like, for that real, yet? kid. How good was that? Uh, you haven't it seen is it gonna yet. put two nights of your life in a body bag and show you no mercy. It is so good. It's wax on, on wax the F it, off, yo. It's on YouTube Red, <laughs> not RedTube, which is a comic That's porn. infusion. Don't That's make that porn. mistake. Do not and make that you mistake. will not, well, maybe you will like the results, but you want to go and watch <laughs> it on boobs, YouTube Red. Vagina. Right. No joke. Right. George, who has not been in a major car accident recently, when he was, <laughs> when he was in college, he was a postman and a rapper. So we uh, nicknamed him the Ill Postino. For show. Sure. That should inform <laughs> just a little perspective. Thank we'll, you. We won't be here all night. Don't worry. No. <laughs> it's almost over. Ghosts are real, Maddie. Yes, they are. Yeah, Let's but, talk about the paranormal. Yeah, Thank you very much. I'm in two podcasts on Pod 617. I hold that unique distinction, Nick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What if I told you, in six <laughs> minutes, we could clear the entire front of the Fenway <laughs> job? All right, who, opening night. Who wants a t-shirt? Who wants a shirt? Whoa. Who wants a... So that was the gang. That's the origin. That was the origin of the, the Shawshank podcast, and you can be the judge whether they went on to glory or uh, faded glory, whatever that means. Uh, by the way, the Shawshank crew, Nick Stevens, who took up most of the mic time there, the aforementioned Nick Stevens, who's super, super talented and an awesome guy. And congrats to Nick once again on his gig at WEEL. You can listen to him morning. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the show, but I don't care. I like Nick. Uh, listen to him mornings, WEEI. I think he gets up at uh, 6, uh, whatever time the, they go on in the morning there, uh, on the morning, uh, the Greg Hill show on WEEI. Uh, the rest of the crew, Matty Blake, who was the one who said he's on two podcasts. Of course, if you're a fan of of uh, Monsterland, which is one of the top-rated shows on Pod 617, they, uh, he and partner Ronnie LeBlanc, author Ronnie LeBlanc, who wrote a book about Monsterland, about the paranormal activities historically in the town of Lemonster, they uh, go on and on about UFOs and Bigfoot and flying orbs which sounds freaky and tinfoil hat-ish, but uh, it's not. They are super normal guys who just have uh, a very healthy curiosity about this stuff, and it's also just a very entertaining show, and I'm on it a little bit too, so um, now I've completely driven you away. So, uh, and, oh, and rounding out the crew, uh, Nick's sidekick on the Pats fans' videos is George Kippenham. He was the one who kept saying boobs. Uh Super, super, super funny guy and heart of gold. He also appeared on an episode of the Boston Podcast where he and I talked about a familiar subject. We're both special needs dads, George as well. And we talked about the perception of uh, special needs kids, how that has hopefully changed for the better. But he had some great, great stories about both challenges and, and triumphs that he and his daughter have shared. So check that out. And then the uh, the fourth Beatle there, Adam Cormack, who is lovably known as Uncle Buck. He's actually the leader of the crew. He's the one that leads off the show and keeps all the kids in check and does a fantastic job at it. Thank you, Shawshank boys. Thank you, Monsterland boys. Thank you, everyone uh, on uh, pod617.com who has helped 
buoy both uh, this very podcast and the network in general. We're not going anywhere. I'm just ending the season for crying out loud. And I promised you the saddest song in the world that you've ever heard, which will make you cry. Get your tissues ready right now. Uh, you've got a few seconds before I queue up this song. I do want to thank our sponsor once again. Uh, U.S. Postal Service, usps.com slash careers is where you find out about all the hiring opportunities they have, the job opportunities they have over there at the Postal Service. Thanks once again to Adori, our new partner. And uh, find them on Twitter. Again, I don't know the handle, but um, Google that. Or just go to pod617.com in the coming weeks, and you will see ways to download the Adori app. Find out about Adori. Find out how podcasting is changing They're a wonderful podcast platform if you're interested in podcasting, and you must try this new thing where you listen to a podcast and also see images pop up on your phone, on your player, on your computer, whatever you're listening on, and all kinds of opportunities to interact with the host, which has really never been done before as far as I know. And if you like this podcast, the Boston Podcast, just keep tuning in, folks. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and like us, subscribe to us, etc. Once again... Here's my brother Adam saluting uh, his Aunt Marge, my Aunt Marge, for her birthday. And I hope you enjoy this arrangement of a song that you will recognize. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in season three.
way you look tonight 